SASE is basically networking and security coming together as a massively distributed cloud service. We're speaking with Anand Oswal from Palo Alto Networks about SASE, which brings together networking and security. Hey, Anand, how are you today? I'm doing great, Michael. How are you? Good. Anand, we hear this term SASE all the time. What does it mean? SASE is Secure Access Service Edge. But before I tell you what is SASE, let me just rewind the clock a little bit. If you rewind the clock 20 years ago, security was mainly bolted on to networking products like a router. And that solved certain problems from a layer three perspective. But soon, as more and more complexity was added, added to the network and applications, that layer three router wasn't enough. Then we had a next generation firewall that did intuition detection and prevention. But then we also had point products to solve particular security use cases. We had URL filtering appliances. We had appliances that did sandboxing for malware. And so now we had this proliferation of these point products along with a next generation firewall. This led to more and more complexity for our enterprises. What we really need is a, a platform approach, a single platform that can secure all users accessing any application and any data sitting anywhere. SASE is really networking and security coming together as a unified, massively scalable cloud service. That's what SASE means in a very simplistic manner. Consuming networking and security as a service, ensuring optimal and best user experience for any user accessing any application on any data that's sitting every, anywhere over any network. Sounds like it's tailor-made for our hybrid working, work from home, work from anywhere environment. If you think about uh, the last 24 months or so in the pandemic, the two things that have accelerated the most are of course remote work. We're all working remotely or in a hybrid fashion now and applications accelerating to the cloud. These two are massive transformations that happen in a very accelerated pace. With SASE, we're ensuring that organizations can scale. Organizations can have more agility. They can consume both networking and security as a cloud-delivered service. They can have consistent, best-in-class networking and security with optimal user experience. How does SASE deliver or create these kinds of benefits? What SASE allows us to do is have both networking and security delivered as a service. Very simplified, so organizations can focus on what they do best and consume this service. At the same time, they have optimal user experience. So if I'm in the home, I'm in the branch office, or I'm in the go, in a cafe shop, I have the same optimized user experience and the highest level of security experience. Anand, what are the components of SASE? SASE was coined by Gartner in 2019. SASE has five key constructs. Next generation SD-WAN. Zero Trust Network Access, Secure Web Gateway, Firewall as a Service, and Cloud Access Service Broker. All of these five components coming together seamlessly delivered as a unified cloud service that is massively scalable. Are there any risks associated with this type of convergence, bringing these pieces together? There are only advantages with this in terms of the way organizations can accelerate their transformation, accelerate network transformation, accelerate cloud transformation, and accelerate the transformation of hybrid workforce because users are everywhere. 
applications today are no longer only in your data center. They're in your data center, but they're in the cloud. They're multiple public clouds, they're SaaS applications. Users, we are everywhere. If you think about it in the past, when you were home or from, from accessing applications remotely, sometimes you weren't able to access a certain set of applications. That can no longer happen today when the workforce is hybrid and remote. You want to access all the applications from any location and have the best user experience. You want the security administrator to understand exactly what's happening. Who's accessing this application? Do I have the right permissions? I'm accessing the right data. Where's the data writing? Do you have the right compliance, regulatory uh, conditions met, et cetera? Can you give us an example from any particular industry to illustrate how SASE supports business agility? We have large healthcare organization, 100 plus, 100,000 plus workers. And as you know, in the pandemic, everybody was working remotely. At the same time, you did have the doctors and nurses in the hospitals. How do you ensure that you, you have new processes, for example, for check-in of patients, having doctors talking to patients remotely, ensuring that you can still have continuity? We, had, we worked with a large fast food chain restaurant that now had to change some of their practices. From users pointing to what they want in the food, they're able to, able to use them through an app, deliver them seamlessly, and transform their business. We have large professional organizations with over a quarter million users overnight working remotely and ensuring that they're able to manage all their applications, all their users, had the right level of visibility and granular controls for the entire organization, and numerous such examples across every single vertical. Given these examples, how does SASE make all of this possible, especially in contrast to the way security and networking was handled in the past? The key construct here is that when you consume things from the cloud as a service, you're able to scale at an extremely rapid pace. When our customers, many of our customers had to go from partial hybrid or no hybrid workers in the past overnight to 100% of their workforce working remotely, they relied on, on our SASE solution to ensure that they have networking and security delivered to the users as a service. That they're able to get all the users up and running, that they're able to have the businesses continue to operate the way they have to ensure that the applications, their data are secure. It enabled all their workers to be productive, to have secure access to applications, to data, and be productive. And what about the time frame to deploy? So if you have a SASE environment, what kind of time is required to make the configuration changes that are necessary if you have something like a pandemic and suddenly the workforce needs to change in some significant way. We had some of our customers overnight move from a small number of remote workers to close to a quarter million remote workers over a weekend. When you consume some things from the cloud as a service, when you have a scalable service like we have with Prisma SASE, then you're able to accelerate the pace at which you can move. So that's a big part of it then, is the, the speed of being able to make changes. Deploying the service at, at a very fast pace, which is easy for us to deploy. At the same time, having all the levels of monitoring, visibility, and control that you want to do on an ongoing basis for your users, for your applications, for your data, to ensure they're all secure. Anand, you've been describing at a high level what SASE is, what it does, the benefits, 
can you drill down a little bit and tell us about the components? So what, is, what kind of hardware or software needs to be in place in order to implement SASE? So if you think of SASE, I talked about SASE is basically networking and security coming together as a massively distributed cloud service. So you can think of it in, in three different aspects. The first aspect is securing remote workers. Then you can think of SASE for branches. There you want to, you, you will basically always have an SD-WAN appliance because you will have either uh, uh, an appliance connecting to some service in the cloud. You also have that appliance providing some level of security for east-west traffic, what we call a zone-based firewall, right? And third is that you'll have components of digital experience management. And what I mean by that is, how do you ensure that from the user to the application, at every single segment of the network, you have the right visibility into what's happening? It's the flexibility and the agility that's the common thread here when you bring together security and networking. And also the consistency. So you want to make sure that you have consistent security, the best security, but consistent security. Let's talk for a second about zero trust security. Where does that fit in? Zero trust assumes that you have no notion of implied trust for the user, for the application, and the data, right? And we talked about the fact that you need four key constructs for zero trust, ensuring that you understand who the user is and authenticate the user, dual factor authentication through some identity mechanism, you understand the, the device that are accessing it from. Is it the right device? Does that device have malware? Then you want to ensure that, can you access that application or data? Do you have permissions to access that application or data? And what you can do with that data? And fourth is the transaction. That when you're sending data, does it have malware? And, and do that on a continuous basis. With SASE, when you're bringing networking and security together, it's we need to ensure that it's done in a zero trust fashion, which means that there's no notion of implied trust. I'm ensuring that I, I have the best access to the network. I'm ensuring that I have all components of security, the firewall service, zero trust network access, secure web gateway, all of those constructs are available for SASE. Now, what about multi-cloud scenarios? We are living in a true multi-cloud environment. 80, 80 to 85% of all organizations have applications in more than one cloud. That's just the reality, right? And that's why when I talked about SASE connecting users to applications in the private data center, in multiple clouds, or SaaS applications. And those users are also everywhere. We want to ensure that we are able to seamlessly connect these, any users to any applications over any network securely. At the same time, you want to have consistent security and consistent user experience, no matter where you are. Now, if we can shift slightly and talk about the networking dimensions and SD-WAN, which you've referred to quite a number of times. The first versions of SD-WAN were mainly built, if you think about it from the perspective of you had your lease lines or MPLS lines, you had broadband, and many organizations made decisions for cost arbitrage. What we are seeing today, our customers are augmenting uh, broadband to MPLS, but more important drivers for SD-WAN is cloud transformation, is network transformation, is optimal user experience, right? Because you want to access the application in the best possible path from where you are. If you are in the branch, you want to access the application directly from that branch. You don't want to go from the branch 
to the headquarters and data center, from there to the application sitting in the, in the public cloud or SaaS applications or in a local data center. You want the optimized, optimal path for that. And that's where you get the whole notion of, of next generation SD-WAN, which is not packet-based. It's, it's based on layer seven contracts, constructs. You have application awareness built into that. At the same time, you have all notions of application and user monitoring available. Let's talk about the implementation of SASE and the migration from an existing network and an existing security environment. There are many ways to transform your network to a complete SASE network. And different organizations have taken different approaches to it. In the pandemic, you had many organizations move through a complete remote work environment, all, all organizations moved. And many of them optimized for having security for their remote workers from home. With that offering from, from SASE, which enabled them to have an agent on their end device, accessing applications in the cloud, full security provided to us through our offerings of Prisma SASE. At the same time now, as the pandemic is starting to ease, we have many organizations opening up their branches. And when they start doing network transformation, they're having from their SD-WAN appliance, connecting it directly to our offering in, in, in the cloud for a complete SASE solution, bringing the SD-WAN constructs and our constructs around cloud-delivered security together. And then organizations are layering in um, notions of digital experience management to ensure that they have the right level of monitoring capabilities, the right level of insights, the right level of analytics, ensuring that the bits and bytes of data on the network are converted to information. That information into insights that leads to outcomes for them. So they're ensuring that they're able to add that capability to have a complete end-to-end SASE offering. Is SASE a pure technology solution or does an organization need to make process changes along the way? SASE is bringing together networking and security as a massively distributed cloud service which also means that in many organizations, networking and security could be different personnel, different departments, which requires coordination, which requires them to bring people together to ensure that they are having the right outcomes for the organization. So absolutely that's happening as well. So in some respects, then this SASE environment is going to be simpler to operate than all of these diff disparate systems. Absolutely. SASE will be a very simplified offering, given that you're bringing uh, networking and security together, operating as a cloud service, it's massively scalable. So as you expand your organization, as you add new branches or new sites, you can easily scale that no notion. Second, you can ensure that you have consistent security. You don't need to worry about having disjoint security practices in different, for, for branches, for different users, et cetera. And third, you're able to ensure that you have all notions of digital experience management, which means from user to application, end to end, you have insights and visibility and automated remediation for the entire network. Anand, what advice do you have for CIOs or network folks or security folks who are listening and they want to adopt SASE? How do they go about it? First and foremost to keep in mind is that networking and security are coming together faster than ever before. Second is that you have two massive transformations happening in the industry. One is a hybrid workforce, and second is applications moving to the cloud, to multiple clouds, to SaaS applications. At the same time, 
There are some applications in the data center. So we're truly living in a multi-cloud world. We want to optimize any user accessing any application and data over any network. We want to make sure that it is secure, the best in class security. You have consistent security, no matter where you are or who you are, right? You start with ensuring that all your remote workers are on the, the SASE umbrella, if I may call. Ensuring that they have the best in class security, consumed as a service, networking and security, optimized digital experience management. And then you start transformation on your branch environments as you are moving with SD-WAN and cloud-delivered security. Again, add the layers of digital experience management to ensure you have visibility, monitoring, insights. When all of this comes together, you have end-to-end SASE network, which means your remote workers, people in cafe shops, people at home, people in the branches. All of them have consistent, best-in-class, cloud-delivered networking and security. What are some of the pitfalls that companies may fall into or the risks that they should avoid as, again, as they're going through this process? The biggest risk that organizations have is having disjointed security solutions, which I mean is that you have a solution, a security solution, when your users are in the branch or in the headquarters accessing applications in the data center and the cloud. You have a different disjointed security offering when you're having the same for accessing applications in the cloud. You have a third different solution if you're accessing it remotely from home. When you're accessing it from the uh, to applications in the cloud or, or then application in the data center. You want to have a unified offering. And that's why a platform approach is so important. Anand, as we finish up, where is all of this going? Or in other words, what are your customers telling you that they want? Every single customer I talk to is, is accelerating their transformation to the cloud. At the same time, it's a journey for them. Not every single application that they have is sitting in the cloud. There's still applications in the data center, and there's still applications in multiple clouds, like you said before. And then you have SaaS applications. At the same time, everybody realizes that the future of workforce is hybrid. We'll have people at home, we'll have people in the office. You want to have optimal, best-in-class security with no notion of implied trust. You want to have optimal and best user experience, no matter where you are. And you want to have secure access to all your applications, to all the data, no matter where they reside. And that is key in terms of how CIOs are thinking about it today. So SASE is the foundation for the way we're working today, the way everybody's working today. SASE is will help them ensure that any user no matter where they are, any application can be accessed securely over any network. And then you layer in all the constructs of having visibility, monitoring, insights, all through a single dashboard for all of networking and security. Anand Oswal, thank you so much for teaching us about SASE today. Thank you, Michael.